And I think you said something really important for any aquas who are listening. Like, you know, just stand boldly in your truth and in your difference and uniqueness and whatever it is. You yeah. know, like, because even in the moment, if it feels like people are rejecting you, I promise you've actually like inspired them and probably somebody who you didn't even think was noticing yeah. at the time. That's you know? what makes you, honestly, the best ideas are the ones that no one's thought of before. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, if everyone had the same ideas, we'd all be robots doing the same thing at the same right. pace. Usually it's the person that takes a weird, bold risk that is, like, revolutionary. Mm -hmm. And that creates, like, a whole new industry. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You just have to be, like, bold and confident enough to do that. Even if at first you get a few people who are rejecting your ideas and calling you crazy. How many stories have we read about history when scientists come up with these bold inventions and everyone called them crazy? But now they're in our textbooks and we talk about the person who invented that. Right. Right. <laughs> that could be you. Uh, what you inventing? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you say charmed and dangerous and Exactly. <laughs> just just put us right there. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs>Honestly, I feel like this Sag season just like snuck up it very sure cute sure um, right after the last eclipse of the year. And I feel like we are just looking for some lighthearted fun and yes. joy. Yes. And um, yeah, jovial. I manifest that into my life. Yes. So. Jovial, abundance. Yeah. You know, that's what I think of when I think of Sag season. Never ending, funless times. And it could keep going. You can make funless? some bad decisions. Funless, I mean, <laughs> I did not mean to say funless. Filled with lots of fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, fun never damn. ending. <laughs> never ending fun. Yeah. Thank you for calling me out on that because that's definitely not what I meant. Yeah, I was like, huh, interesting. No, no, you know I have some Why you sound so joyous season. about funless? Right. <laughs> No, no, just mix of the words. Yeah, I think it's so funny, though. I was just, I just realized that, you know, Thanksgiving is kind of like right in between Sag and Scorpio season. And I was thinking, to me, that's why, yeah, Thanksgiving is always so chaotic. Because to me, Scorpio and Sagittarius energy, like they love truth. And they will boldly go after it and call people out to like, get it. You know, and I feel like to me, that's always what people are saying about Thanksgiving. They're like, well, I had this big uh, blow up with my family at Thanksgiving, like some shit popped off at Thanksgiving and I heard this at Thanksgiving. And to me, that's just like a perfect mix of like Sagittarius and Scorpio energy, just like yeah. wilding out. Yeah, we're going to get emotional and we're going to take everything personally. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Scorpio loves to get emotional and Sagittarius loves to take everything personally. Yes. And those two energies <laughs> together, it can be very, yeah, it can be very truth-telling. It can be very blunt. Um, and truly, it can be reckless. Mm -hmm. Like, if there's a cause and if there's a will, I don't care why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because it feels good. Yeah. And I think a lot of people just, you know, have all this pent up, maybe anger throughout the year towards family members or whatever <laughs> and thanksgiving just like i don't know it brings it to a head no truly. like yeah let's sit around this motherfucking table and eat and while we eat let's talk about each other like it's literally actually a lunch or a dinner 
like from the Housewives franchise. Yes. Like, okay, you know everything always Literally. pops off at dinner if you watch any of the Housewives franchises. Like, mm-hmm. you're just waiting to get to dinner so everyone can air their shit, air their shit out. Mm-hmm. I say in quotation mm-hmm. marks, really call each other out, get reckless. Someone's feelings are going to get hurt. Right. Somebody's yelling across the table. Yeah, have Somebody's going fights. home early. Yeah. Apologies will offended. need to happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. And that's just so this, this holiday to me. And I feel like we're both so passionate as well you know like when we feel a way about a cause as we do sometimes during thanksgiving like we're willing to die on that hill (laughs) and relationships are sometimes ended speaking from experience and again stories that i've heard people tell me about their thanksgivings as well you know like i just feel like it's such an interesting time and i don't know why i never thought about it being the two energies like colliding mixed with like family. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, when I was younger, Thanksgiving was so annoying because especially like when I was like in college or right like when I graduated after college, because I feel like in college and right after you graduate from college, there's just a lot of questions that they have for you. Who are you? What do you want to be? What does this person mean to you? Like they have all these like. <laughs> altering yeah. questions for you like who have you decided to be what are you doing with your life mm-hmm. oh why don't you have a boyfriend why don't you have a girlfriend like all these things and it's definitely a different experience because I feel like adults get to kind of ask younger adults and ch- kids teenagers all these questions and it kind of feels like an interview like why the fuck am I here and like answering all of your questions about who I am what I'm doing why I'm deciding to do that is kind of nerve-wracking um, and I feel like after those years, now that I feel more established in my life, like emotionally aware too, not just like established, like in my career, but like healed, emotionally available, really can communicate to anyone, even if they hurt my feelings, it feels less intimidating going back and experiencing Thanksgiving. Cause I know how to hold my own. You know what I mean? And like, if anyone crosses a boundary, I will also be able to tell them you crossed the boundary. I don't feel comfortable answering that. Yeah. You know, when you're mm-hmm. younger, you don't have the confidence to do that. I mean, it doesn't always have to do with age. People are still in their 30s and scared of their parents. I do not understand why. Like, because at the end of the day, you're an adult, you're providing for yourself. So you really should never be scared of anyone mm-hmm. at that age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But people, parents. I think it's funny, though, too, because like when I go, when I think about when I was younger and I had to go back home and I have a lot of trauma around Thanksgiving, like my parents, they don't ask me the same questions anymore. Like I almost feel like when they were younger, they were asking me these very like, what are you going to do with your life? Where, who are you? Mar- are you marrying this man? And I'm like, you don't ask me these questions now. And I almost feel like they did it when I was younger because like I don't know that's like what you're supposed to do more in society and they just don't care as much anymore or I don't care as much anymore and like I don't know what it is but I genuinely feel like when I was a little bit younger like they were really asking me these questions more than they do now yeah well I feel like when you're younger you're more impressionable and they want to see how you're doing this thing called life and whether you're at least making the right decisions or what kind of person are you turning into you know even though being a traditional person doesn't always mean you're happy, but right. I do feel like when you answer in a traditional way, it makes them more comfortable about where you're going in life. Or even if you have a path, even if you can make a decision, I feel like it means something to most most parents. They just want to know that, you know, you're good. Uh-huh. Um, but they don't understand that by asking those questions, if you yourself are still figuring it out or if you're still insecure about what kind of life you're living, it can be very triggering. Yeah. They don't really understand these things, though. Yeah. 
And it's also annoying too because some of these adults who are asking the questions like, you they know, don't now that I'm, together. exactly now that I'm an adult, you would hate it if I was asking you those questions, huh? Yeah. Like, like you said, they, I feel like they were taking advantage of, at least me, I can say when I was like younger. And yeah, maybe, I, I, let me give them the benefit of the doubt, they were checking in to make sure I was like living life okay, but it always felt so like accusatory. And maybe, too, like you're saying, that's me just like growing up more, so I don't think they're like being as accusatory, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just kind of <laughs> intrusive is the best way to describe it. Like, you're not my therapist. <laughs> I don't want to freaking right. tell you what I'm going through, especially not in a group setting. Yeah, maybe it's just me and you in the corner of the room with family everywhere else. At the end of the day, I still feel like if I were to tell you, it would become a topic of conversation. At least that's how it is in my big-ass family. Literally, you're talking to someone about something, mm. they're like, oh, da da Then everyone starts chiming in, and now the whole room is talking about you and your life. And you're just like, what <laughs> the fuck? Like, I thought I was just talking to you, sissy. And now, yeah. like, literally everyone's talking Everyone about it. Everyone has an opinion, Literally. Too. And I, like I said, you guys, I have five siblings, and those siblings are married. They have kids. I have aunts. I have uncles. My extended family's huge. There's always someone. By someone, I mean at least, like, ten extra people. <laughs> you know, during the holidays over. So it can be intimidating, you know? Like, it, it just is a lot to take in. And if you are going into it and you're not grounded yourself, well, hold on tight because, like, this, <laughs> you know what I mean? This is not going to be what you thought because at the end of the day, if you're not grounded, you're very much easily manipulated to, you know, partaking in any kind of conversation because mm -hmm. you don't have boundaries. So when people start asking you all these personal questions, you almost get a little defensive and then now you're getting emotional when really right. you could have just ended it with, I don't really want to talk about that right now. Yeah. And if they were to force it, they're the weird ones. Because mm -hmm. why are you being so forceful? Right. Right. That's what adults do. They can say, hey, I don't want to talk about this. Yeah. And if they continue to push you, then you remove yourself from that situation. Yeah. Because you can do that. I would say the <laughs> easiest way to, you know get respect from other people is to control yourself even if they're egging you on maintain your self composure mm -hmm. and really just maybe go tell someone else in a, again a calm manner hey this person keeps asking me this question and it's making me uncomfortable mm -hmm. sometimes you just need to tell one other person so you feel validated in what you're going through mm-hmm mm -hmm. and then they can help maybe exactly too back you up, you exactly know? be like can you just let them know like right. i don't like feel comfortable don't doing this right exactly sometimes you're easier to manipulate when you're alone and yeah. you're just fighting that fight all by yourself right you know mm -hmm. you have to have these people these comfort people as i like to call them um hopefully you have them at all times whenever you visit family that you know no matter what like they'll have your back mm -hmm. so just check in with those people mm-hmm Maybe you can be that for each other. Mm -hmm. Make a little alliance. Like, I got you if you got me. Like, this is what I don't want to talk about. So if it comes up, like, change the subject for me. Right. You know? Yes, 100%. Because, again, I feel like with this energy, like, people are feeling very bold to say what they want to say. Yeah. As they always do during Thanksgiving. And you can counteract that by being equally bold and setting those boundaries. Mm -hmm. You're like, no, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, just stand your ground. Or to... Change the conversation. You could ignore their question. I do that sometimes. Like, I'm not going to hear what you just asked me because you have, I already told you no, but you keep asking me. Now I'm just going to try and change the subject or I'm going to, again, remove myself from the conversation because you don't have to put up with that. You really don't. You really don't. And remember, too, you don't have to go home for the holidays, okay? That Literally. used to have me in a chokehold and it brought me so much stress. You don't have to go home. 
You really don't. Okay. And I promise you, there probably will be people that try to make you feel guilty the first few times you do that. It's happened to me so many times. Mm-hmm. I would be on the phone crying, being like, I'm stressed. Like, it wasn't even a reason. I mean, it helped that I was already anxious around them and I couldn't go home because of, like, the jobs I was working. But truly, I would be on the phone crying and they would try to guilt trip me. And I'm like, dude. Now when I think about it, I get mad. I stood my ground while crying and being emotionally distressed. Yeah. But now I wouldn't even get to crying. I'd be like, I really don't appreciate you making me feel guilty. Yeah. Like, that's not fair. You know what I mean? You have to let people know they don't have that kind of power over you anymore. Mm-hmm. They can't emotionally manipulate you and guilt trip you into doing what's best for you. 100%. And... I feel like, don't feel like you have to continuously, like, repeat yourself. You know what I mean? Like, say your thing and then feel free to just ignore them until they start addressing you properly. You know what I mean? Like, again, you don't feel like you have to engage. And to me, some of the best way to, like, let people know what's up or, like, train them, for a lack of better terms, is to give them the silent treatment. Ignore them. You know what I mean? You don't reward bad behavior with acknowledgement. Okay, so we actually got a DM from a subscriber, um, and he sent over a tweet that was about astrology, and he wanted us to discuss it. Um, I I thought it was interesting. The tweet said, nobody listens when I say men marry based off their moon sign. Y'all gonna learn one day, though. Um, (laughs) Let's see who, because he sent me the actual tweet, so I want to give credit to the person. It's from at underscore I am Kitana. Um, I thought this was interesting because I actually don't think it has anything to do with gender. I don't think men... Just marry off of their moon sign. Um, I think everyone mm-hmm. does and probably should. Yes. If you're <laughs> if, not, if you, you don't, start. you should definitely start. Because <laughs> yes. a lot of people um, just go around and if they have just a basic understanding of astrology, very basic, they think like, oh, we're compatible. Sun sign astrology. Um, when really, I want you guys to look at that moon sign and of course Mercury and Mars. I think a lot of other placements are more important than sun sign mm-hmm. and compatibility. Mm-hmm. But moon sign for sure. But I'm trying to understand where she was coming from in this tweet. And maybe she's thinking because men already don't like talking about their emotions so much, maybe it will be more fulfilling and easier for them if they get with someone that emotionally understands their needs, their inner core. Whereas I feel like um, women, we can be a little bit more compassionate, understanding, Mm -hmm. and we can really try and connect with someone, you know, on a deeper level by putting in that extra work. Whereas I feel like with men, they're very simple people. Yeah. Like if you don't get them, they it's hard for them to really, really open up naturally mm-hmm. um, because they just kind of want you to get it. Mm-hmm. And not all of them. I'm not saying everyone um, acts like that, but I'm trying to understand where she was coming from in that tweet, and that's how I think of it. For sure. Because I feel like in general, we always talk about how it's harder for men to express themselves, to open up and share those emotions. Yeah. Imagine how hard it is to have to... like double explain your emotions it's like explaining a joke you know it loses its funniness like it's not as it doesn't hit as much when you have to explain why it hurts or like why you're feeling this way yeah and I feel like for men when you have a matching I'm thinking like when you have a moon sign that's compatible with yours like it is easier for them to communicate and open up because you feel that like oh I just get it kind of like how we were talking about in our um how to love your birth chart like when you feel that connection with someone who has the same moon sign as you I feel like it's the same way as if they're compatible you know like same same 
Absolutely. I remember I said this in one of our water sign videos, like me explaining my feelings to, to you, me explaining my emotions to you takes away from my healing, my, mm-hmm. my feeling, you mm-hmm. know, because then I have to like keep explaining it to you. Like Maya said, like a joke, like it, it just, it's dumb. It's, dumb. it's a waste of time. <laughs> um, I'll do it if I have to with people once in a while, but if yeah. I constantly have to find myself explaining why I'm feeling what I'm feeling to you, um, I probably don't want to have a close relationship with you in my life because truly it's a waste of my time, especially because I have people in my life who naturally understand me 95% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel intimate at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like you can be vulnerable and share yourself, which is something that's really important in a relationship. Absolutely. I feel like when your feelings get hurt too, you want people to understand where you're coming from. You know what I mean? When your feelings get hurt, it's coming from your inner core. It's coming from your moon sign. Mm -hmm. Um, If someone that doesn't have a moon sign that is compatible with yours, they're not going to understand why you're feeling that way because they don't operate the same way that you do. Mm -hmm. So moon sign compatibility is really, really important in in relationships because it also makes you feel safe. Mm -hmm. The way you guys deal with emotions, if those two ways are compatible with each other, you feel safe around each other because the way you guys, you know, communicate emotionally, it doesn't trigger you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for example, air moons, they understand that about each other that, okay, I need to like rationalize why I'm feeling this way. Is the way I'm feeling this way, does this make sense to you? Me explaining it to you, does it make sense to you? And another fellow air moon understands that. Mm-hmm. Whereas a water moon is going to be like, well, why are you like talking about it so much? Like, how do you feel? Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? And it's like, no, as an air moon, I need to verbalize <laughs> why I'm feeling this way in order for me to understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really, yeah, it just, it just varies for every person. I couldn't agree more. I'm giggling because I, I'm also thinking I feel like it's an easier barrier to entry Yeah. for men, you know, because yeah. like kind of, again, going back to like what we've been saying, it makes it easier for them to open up and yeah. ultimately, you know, us for, for us as well as women to be more accepting and I think understanding of them, you know, yeah. because let's be real, especially in today's day and age, like a lot of us women are like, I'm not raising a son. Like yeah. I'm not raising a child. Literally. So I feel like having moon sign compatibility will like have like a more even playing field, you know, because you guys just naturally are like, okay, well. I see where you're coming from. So it just makes it a little bit easier for us too, I think. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> when I was on wild Twitter today, and y'all, Twitter has been going wild, but that's not what we're going to talk about. I saw this ad about a new self-driving car, mm-hmm. and it looked absolutely insane. Like it actually doesn't have a passenger seat. It would be like if we were just looking at each other like this and the doors open like like this uh-huh and it just drives around and it's going to come into the city wait, wait wait so two people get to sit there i think it holds four but when you said you're oh sorry no cuz like when you say you're in front of each other i don't yeah. understand that part i mean like okay you know how it is on bart where there's like two people sitting next to yeah. each other and two people can be sitting across uh-huh. from each other that's how oh okay the so there's two boom boom yeah. boom and you're mm-hmm. facing each other mm-hmm. that's really fun right i really like that i was i would very definitely intrigued. partake honestly i'm there yeah <laughs> why not that sounds fun right <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh, people are gonna fuck on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? You are so not wrong because there's literally like there's no place for a person to another person to be in there besides your like party. Yeah. So you're fuck people are gonna fuck on there. Yeah. They Nasties are. are gonna fuck uh, on there. I don't know. In the well, no, actually, <laughs> I hope they have cameras. And I imagine they have cameras. Yeah. And I imagine if you do some shit like that, they'll stop. They're definitely like, get out. Get they'll, out. No, they'll stop you. It'll stop, but also like they'll charge you like two hundred fifty dollars, yeah. like like an Uber cleaning fee. Oh. But I do imagine that some people are going to be so drunk or on drugs or something, and they don't even care. Yeah. And they will still do oh, it. Oh, for sure. Oh, Lord. Oh, there's going to be so many issues with this, actually, now that you just said that. I because I'm like, going to be part of the first wave. Right. <laughs> I'm be like, yeah, I did that shit before it burned to the ground. Right, before it got too wild and yeah. everyone was, like, fucking, throwing up and literally. fucking in. Ew. Them. They should, the they should have different it. colors because I'm down. Right? I just thought <laughs> such a vibe. so cute. And I don't know if, like, other cities or states have like as many drive self you know self-driving cars as we do but we, we have, have a lot, lot here well, yeah francisco. you guys have to remember we're from san francisco like the tech capital yeah the tech mecca yes of literally <laughs> i feel like the world it sometimes mm-hmm. feels like mm-hmm. um all these tech companies here so any type of like guinea pig idea there's a startup for it yeah and if it's gonna blow up it's gonna blow up here because mm-hmm. the people in the bay area we love a new tech <laughs> sure we do. love new tech we're like oh that's a great idea right <laughs> Listen to us talking about the self-driving car. Like, I'm genuinely... No. When I saw it, I was excited. I'm fascinated. I think it's going to be pretty cool. I think so, too. Especially... You know what? Uber, Lyft, if you're sad because jobs are going to be taken away, pay your employees more. Mm-hmm. Give them insurance. Mm-hmm. Maybe I won't feel bad about supporting you. Mm-hmm. You guys are so shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's my message to you. <laughs> I second that. I concur. <laughs> Can we talk about SK and Raven oh from Love is Blind? We- I told you the cheating rumors were through. <sighs> yep. Everyone's like, we're shipping them. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, I hope I hope it works out. And he was cheating. And apparently his type is a white girl. Yeah. Okay. Apparently that's his type. And I saw a fucking tweet on Twitter that was like, oh, like, that's probably why, like, SK's mom was so obsessed with Raven. Like, finally, like, we get some brown. <laughs> oh, my I know. God. I know. Anyway, I'm so annoyed because this is what happens. You give a dude a chance mm. that's, like, the nice guy. Oh, the studious type. And he does some shit like this. She is the hottest fucking girl. Right. Literally. Right. By, I'm sorry, by far. Right. On that season. Oh, yeah. And she's just, even besides, I don't even have to compare them to other girls. She's pretty. Yeah. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She got a Pilates bound. She seems like she has dope ass friends right. who ride for her, mm-hmm. which means she's a good woman. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you have, you know, mm-hmm. long time solid girlfriends mm-hmm. to you as a woman, I, res- I respect it. Because mm-hmm. um, at first I thought maybe she was like a guy's girl and like. Maybe she was a little airheaded because yeah. she was doing those exercises. I didn't well, like the chili but jacks, now but... I do really yeah. I fuck with her. She yeah. really grew on me, and I'm like, okay, I misjudged you. Um, so to hear that that SK did that, I am disgusted. I'm appalled. What do you Absolutely feel? Absolutely disgusted, and I'm just like, 
boy, how do you have time for all this? Yeah, I thought you were moving how to California. You, you got to right. be studying all the time. Trying to get your MBA. How do you have time to be going to lending, getting on a yacht with this girl, hanging out with Raven? Like, I truly just don't understand I want- how these men have all this extra time. Men make time. <laughs> to be nasty. They sure do. And when a man... Ladies, listen up. When a man tells you, oh, I'm just so busy, he is lying. He doesn't, he's not making time for you. I'm, I promise you. There's literal CEOs. There's literal, like, there's right. so many people out here that are way busier than mm-hmm. probably the dude you're fucking with mm-hmm. that make time for their wives and their children and their hobbies. Like, if a man is telling you he doesn't have time for you, he's lying. Don't believe him. He don't want you. That's code for I exactly. don't want you. Because some of these men be lying and saying they're busy and they're making time for you. But really, the time that they're busy, they're not spending on whatever it is that you think they're spending on. No. They're, they're spending it with another else. girl. Yeah. Because that's what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a personality trait. Mm-hmm. Like, don't think a guy that's busy and just like, you know, head down working. Like, he would never. He's so no. busy. No. He could be doing it too. Really trust your gut instinct. His career is hoeing. Literally. You know? You got a, three work wives. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I can't with men. Trash. The audacity. The absolute audacity. And I just hope that, you know, she finds a good man. And all the women who have ever been cheated on, I hope they find good men who will love on them because that's what you deserve. And I'm sorry that you had a terrible man do terrible things to you. Absolutely. Because honestly, like, oh, God. I, mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. What? Mm-mm. It's just so frustrating. Like, as women, like, we give our all. You know what I mean? We're such lovers and nurturers. And for a man or anyone, because women be doing it too, like, to disrespect their partner like that after you've, like, I don't know, just shared vulnerable, intimate moments is just, like, so disrespectful to me. Like, how could you do that? I just... It's the ultimate betrayal. Yeah. It's the ultimate betrayal. Because you have literally hurt the person that was down for you. Yes, would have done anything. Like, truly, who chose you? Right. But that's the thing. They're insecure. Mm -hmm. They're insecure that someone wants them. Mm -hmm. They're scared that that person will see the real them and decide to leave. So they kind of sabotage before you get a chance to do it. It's on some pussy shit to really make it clear. Like, they're scared that you're going to notice that they ain't shit, and then you're going to leave them, and their little ego will be bruised. So they take the power back by keeping you around and cheating on you. Mm. Right, and some people are just so greedy, too, when they see that they can have the best of both worlds. They're like, great, it's filling up my fucking very low self-esteem cup. I promise you. I hope Gross. you enjoy that high of, of, you know, having Gross. your cake and eating it, too. Because usually right after that chapter comes the chapter where you have no cake and you're not eating shit. <laughs> and you're see- sitting at home all sad, wondering, why is my life like this? Mm-hmm. Well, you did it to yourself. You wanted to be greedy. Now you have nothing. Remember that. Mm-hmm. Remember that. <laughs> right. Mm-mm-mm. So a Brady uh, person in general. Once a cheater, always a cheater? What do you think? Uh, no, I don't. 
Yeah. Think. I don't think so either. When I was younger, I would I would say yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because I just thought people weren't capable of changing their bad behavior. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if you start to really actively love yourself, it's actually very easy to change patterns. Mm -hmm. But it ultimately starts with Mm self-love and telling yourself that you deserve better. Yeah. Um, If you don't want to do that, you will just continue in the path of self-destruction. Whatever your vice is, whether it's cheating or it's food or it's gambling, if you decide that you want to be a better person because you deserve a better reality, like that's when I feel like you can give up um, that addiction, mm-hmm. but uh, ultimately, yeah, you can, once a cheater can be a cheater, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that's, that's sure. possible. Cause that's a habit. You know what I mean? Oh, it's sure. easier to do what feels normal to you. It's oh, yeah. harder to break a habit and cheating is a habit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just, yeah. you just think it's normal and it's okay to do that. Yeah. Just like someone who binges a lot of food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Smoking cigarettes. It feels good. You have to be like, I, even though it feels good right now, I want to be a better person. Yeah. And not everyone has the capacity to want that for themselves, but it is possible. Mm-hmm. No. Is how I feel. Yeah, I agree. I, and maybe this is not nice or a little controversial. I feel like. <laughs> People want to hear. You know, not everyone. Like, okay, some people will always be a cheater, if that makes sense. Not everyone, kind of like you were saying, can rise to the occasion and change and do what they need to do to become a better person. Yeah. So, like, I said very quickly, like, no, I don't think everyone, like, not no, not once a cheater, always a cheater. But I want to, like, add an asterisk to that because I do think that there are some people in my life who I've met. I'm like, you're always going to be a cheater. Like, I genuinely think that of some people just because of the patterns that I've already seen from them for so long. Yeah. Like, you would really have to have a come to Jesus moment to, like... Stop. To Exactly, to change those patterns. Like, they're very deeply enrooted in you. And I'm not... I mean, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't try. And again, I think it really comes from the will of you wanting it. Right. And like, I'm saying this because I genuinely think that these people don't want it either. And some people don't want it. So then those people will always be cheaters and you can't be such the best partner to change them, to make them be loyal. The thing is, though, it's like not everyone wants to date multiple people at once. And these cheaters understand that. Therefore, they don't tell the truth because there's the cheaters who cheat. Because, you know, they don't feel good about themselves and I want to get the power back. And then there's the people who genuinely just want to, you know, want the quantity. They want to be fucking everybody. They want to be going out with everybody. But they realize, hmm, not a lot of people want that. So you know what? I'll just lie and be like, yeah, I want a relationship. Yeah, I want a relationship. Just so I can have the opportunity to experience multiple people at once. Mm -hmm. And to you, I tell you, you're a fucking liar and you're a faker and you're a piece of shit. Because if you want polygamy, say it. Like stopping a pussy. Mm-hmm. Say it and find like-minded people. You can have a healthy relationship with multiple people if you're honest. Mm-hmm. You just have to put that out there to the universe. You can't find people that want monogamy and then you keep fucking around on them. Yes, lying <laughs> to them. It's not fair to human to a human's experience and more importantly to their psyche. I feel like, yeah. let's be real, so many of us live up in our heads all day. Yeah. And to be gaslighting someone like that, to be lying to them, to be manipulating them on the daily for who knows how long, any given time, 
that really messes with people's brains. It, it really does. It, you like, are out here traumatizing people. I don't care how yes. much you go pray later on. You're going to get your karma. You are hurting people. Just like a person who is a murderer and a psycho tortures people. You are essentially doing the same thing emotionally. You yes. are no different. You are I really people. want you to know that. Mm -hmm. People think, oh my God, this person had eight eight people in their basement and they were torturing them. They're a whole horrible person. Well, you know what? So someone that has cheated on people and gaslighted them, they did the same thing, same deed to me as someone who tortures people for a living. Yeah. You're emotionally messing with people. Mm -hmm. You're traumatizing them. Mm -hmm. They won't be the same because of you. Yes. Doing irreversible damage sometimes for some people. Yeah. You know absolutely. what I mean? Like it can, it's very abusive. Yes. And trust is such a sacred yes and such a thing that can be easily taken hurt away. and taken away it when it's fucked with like oh god like it's giving me chills and making me feel so uncomfortable just thinking about it like because you know you have to heal yeah like it takes a while to heal for sure after your trust has been broken yeah. with yourself or the people that get back with someone because they want to make it work with them. Mm -hmm. You know? Because either way, you have to learn to trust yourself again. Or if you decide to take them back, you're going to have to learn to trust them and yourself. Because, you know, people do that. I mean, I don't condone it. Yeah. But, but people oh do. Oh, my gosh. I just, gosh. Gosh, gosh, gosh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. I could not think about. Well, I mean, think about it. Even when you freaking. Personally. Even when you get betrayed in a relationship, the next person is experiencing the trauma and the baggage you have from the last one. Yeah. So think about how much more insecure you'll feel when you're with the person who did that to you. Yeah. You're like, oh, you're going to get reminded of it. You are literally operating from a place of, like, insecurity and pain when you're in, even in a re new relationship, not with the person that cheated on you. So when you get back with the person that cheated on you, like, it's just, like, a different level. No, for sure. It just reminds me of that saying, like, you can't heal where you've been hurt. Yeah. You know what I literally. mean? Like, I can't. You're looking at them. You're like, you did this to me. Right. <laughs> like, how could I love you when you did this to me? I don't know how they do it. Again, it goes back to the Just give up. Thing. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> me as a therapist? <laughs> give up. Find someone new. No. Start over. Not them. I, no. No. I'm sorry. I don't care I'm if you have kids. It. I don't I'm care. I don't care. I feel like you deserve better. Maybe I want too much for you, but I really think you deserve better. I don't care if you think they're your person. I don't care if you have five kids together. Yeah. I just feel like you deserve to be with someone who didn't betray you like that. Yeah. Especially if you were sticking it through during the hard times. Yeah. You know? The code is broken. You know what I mean? Like, you, you've crossed the line. Code is broken. Literally. No coming, coming back. You went against the family. Yeah. And when you go against the family, you die. You die. <laughs> so. Okay, so I found this cute list um, that I thought we could talk about and react to for the peeps. Um, the list is titled, What is Your Biggest Fear? Oh, okay. Uh -huh. So it has every sign. And I mean, we'll just get through, like, I want to say maybe four signs. Yeah. And like, we'll just keep doing it every podcast with the signs that we haven't gone through yet. Okay, so we have the first one. Aquarius, what is your biggest fear? Rejection. Ooh, I feel like that's true for Aquarius. Speak on it, Aqua Rising. Tell us your... 
personal oh my gosh thoughts, since i feel it's one like of your personal yeah i feel like aquas are known for like dreaming big and wanting to share their ideas with their community and kind of being very um forward thinking and yeah community oriented in that forward thinking so with that to like excel and to be accepted by your community like if they were rejected yeah that would be the ultimate like heartbreak to them absolutely I feel like because that's what they want at the end of the day is to be connected even though aquarius doesn't like to like admit that yeah <laughs> you know for sure i feel like Aquarius has these bold, different ideas. You know, they're the outlier. They're the mm -hmm. one that doesn't fit in. And I feel like when you have ideas like that, you need to boldly come through with confidence. Like, this is my idea. I don't care if it's weird. Mm -hmm. But Aquarius doesn't always show up like that. Yeah. They try to find like-minded people and, like, you know, be around people that also think differently. Yeah. But, like, if you want to make a real difference in your community, I feel like you have to say it to everybody. Yeah. It can't just be around your circle that you feel comfortable with. You yeah. want to make real change. You have to share this bold, weird idea, this future, you know, this future forward idea with everybody. Um, it's easy talking to people that are like-minded about, about shit you believe in. Mm -hmm. The hard part is talking to everybody. Yeah. The larger audience. And mm -hmm. that's when big change can happen. Mm -hmm. But I could see why Aquarius is scared again, because people are comfortable with normalcy and Aquarius is the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. I feel like also being fixed air, they're always in their head. And yeah. like, we're like, we're just saying like they, they have very creative ideas too. You know, they have very big revolutionary ideas in my opinion and I think because they are fixed air they will just replay things over and over again in their head and sometimes they don't even share it with people and that's even worse yeah. for them you know because like especially for Aquarius really any air side they need to share their opinion with the world with their community because too like their opinions can help change and make the world a better place because they're so unique yeah. you know they encourage people to think differently and outside of the box but I think they're sometimes afraid of that even within themselves like yeah. I hate that I'm different and standing yeah. out because again they want to be a part of the community even though they make it like their thing like oh no I'm different it's I'm their different. it's also like I think something that makes them really lonely at the end of the day yeah you know no absolutely like I feel like Aqua is that lone soldier, kind of like Aries, you know? Like, I'm used to doing it on my own. I don't share these things with people. And it's yeah. like, well, like, it would feel better if you <laughs> did. Like, I feel like you could re release some things, but they're so used to just processing on their own. Yeah. Um, and while I think it's one of, you know, y'all's biggest strength that you guys process things on your own, I also think sharing things with people will ultimately help you release. It'll be a catalyst for your release. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes when we do things alone, we go at a slower pace. And I feel like when you relate to people, they can share their experience with you and it could help you understand it from a different perspective and help you realize, oh shit, I'm, I'm not alone doing this. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe it's not as big of a deal as I'm making it. You know, this thing that I'm going through because other people experience it are experiencing it too. And I feel like yeah. Aquarius just kind of rejects the need to relate to other people. Yeah. Which I can respect sometimes because y'all be doing your own thing. But at the end of the day, we're all humans. I don't think we were accidentally put on this earth with so many different people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think you said something really important for any Aquas who are listening. Like, 
you know, just stand boldly in your truth and in your difference and uniqueness and whatever it is, you know, like, because even in the moment, if it feels like people are rejecting you, I promise you've actually like inspired them and probably somebody who you didn't even think was noticing at the time. That's what makes you, honestly, the best ideas are the ones that no one's thought of before. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Like, if everyone had the same ideas, we'd all be robots doing the same thing at the same pace. Usually, it's the person that takes a weird, bold risk that is, like, revolutionary. Mm -hmm. And that creates, like, a whole new industry. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You just have to be, like, bold and confident enough to do that. Even if at first you get a few people who are rejecting your ideas and calling you crazy. How many stories have we read about history when scientists come up with these bold inventions and everyone called them crazy? But now they're in our textbooks and we talk about the person who invented that. Right. Right. <laughs> that could be you. Uh-huh. What you inventing? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you say charmed and dangerous and Exactly. <laughs> just just put us right there. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> All right. Next sign is Pisces. And their biggest fear is the truth. I feel like it's the same thing as like reality. <laughs> what is your biggest fear? Reality. You, I feel like Pisceans see something that needs to be done and they're like, while that is true, that is not my current reality. Like to you, that's true. But I can just put on these rose colored glasses and like drift into whatever world I want to be in. Mm-hmm. And that's not my truth. They are so good at doing that. They will manipulate reality right in front of your eyes. You can yeah. literally be like, no, this is what's happening. They're like, no, it's not. <laughs> that's not true. And you're and like, like, what, what the fuck? No, that's so true. That's twilight so true. zone. Yeah. They, they place me. These fuckers, they place me in the twilight zone. And as a Scorpio who's like, no, that's not what's happening here. They be trying confusing me and it be working. it's so true they be doing that confusing thing no literally and i'm just like you know what fuck it (laughs) (laughs) you right (laughs) truly sometimes piscians like they will i'd be trying to like say something to them you know a truth yeah a truth (laughs) my sagittarius you know i love to tell the truth (laughs) i'm here with the truth (laughs) i got something to say Truth today. <laughs> and I really do feel like they just kind of talk me in circles <laughs> to make me forget, like, what I kind of came there to talk to them about, to kind of, like, tell them about themselves. Yeah. And now somehow we're, like, living in La La Land together. Yeah. You know? Like, they get – I think I'm coming there to tell them something, like I said. Yeah. And they flip me. You know what I notice with them, too? They're really good at, like, seeing the bigger picture. Oh, yeah. And, like, you can come to someone, like you said, with the truth. And the truth is, like, very specific. But Pisces has a way, this Jupiterian way of being like, well, if you look at it from this, yeah. this big <laughs> angle, this thing called life. Like, well. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, that may be true in that instance. But, like, that's not what I was talking about. They're so good at that. Yeah. They like to make things that are very specific all of a sudden not so specific. Yeah. Um, and they always have really good examples mm-hmm. to tell you, like, why the thing you're saying, it's not actually true. Yeah. Because remember when I did this? And you're like, well, yeah, but that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is also true because, you know, they like to <laughs> – I mean, at least my Piscean friends, you know, we like to 
um, kind of be dramatic together. Yeah. And we'll, like, say stories, kind of like how we go back and forth and just, like, build on each other. Oh, for you know? sure. But, I mean. I mean, let's call it what it is. It's delusion. <laughs> they be, like, they be delusional sometimes, you guys. Come on. And when you talk about the truth, it's very, like, it's scary. It's like, oh, my, I know that's what happened, but we didn't got to say it like that. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, like, it was cute when we were, like, being funny together, but, like, this is actually what happens. So like, yeah. what, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And then they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so true. I feel like they try and make light of <laughs> the truth and the situation, and yeah. it's like, no, we can't just like la 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 this away. Yeah, I mean it's very much like Libra. They they both um you know love to wear those rose colored glasses. So yeah. I feel like anytime anyone tries to tell them about the situation through their eyes, through the truth, mm-hmm. um they almost feel like they need to get away from you. Either yeah. they will fall asleep <laughs> or they'll go home early cuz you you were not going along with the story. Yeah. <laughs> right. If they, you're not building on the story with them, it's not yeah, fun for them. It's really not. Don't break the reality. Exactly. Don't break the dream state. How dare you? <laughs> I feel like they're definitely one of those signs that prefers for you to just validate what they're feeling instead of coming up with solutions. They yeah. don't always want you to tell them solutions as to like what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd much rather just you know talk and talk about how they're feeling and you just kind of sit there and let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. Ask questions. Yeah. Let them know you care. Yeah. Be part of the story. Right. <laughs> Don't write their ending. No. <laughs> Next, we have Aries, and it said, Your biggest fear is being hurt. And I think I have to agree. You know, Aries is this big bad warrior, um, and they hate coming off weak. Yeah. And, you know, Aries is human just like everyone else. So they're going to be put in situations where they're not the best. Um, and I feel like for them, that is the most fearful situation to be in. Anyone thinking that they're fragile, fragile enough to be hurt. For sure. They don't ever want anyone to feel sorry for them. Mm -hmm. They really just want to be the pack leader at all times who is standing firm. Yeah. You know, and is bold and is grounded and everyone looks to them for advice. Everyone comes to them when they need something. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when they're hurt, they're not able to provide for their pack. For sure. I feel like Aries, too, like, they wear their heart on their sleeve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when they're showing up for you, they're letting you know how they're rocking and riding with you. And they always come full force, full energy. Yeah. So when that energy isn't matched, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they are more, yeah, they will be hurt. Yeah. You know, they are more susceptible to being hurt because I feel like every time they show up, they're coming with, their heart on their sleeve with all their energy, their full heart in it. And that's not how a lot of people come to their days. Yeah. You know, and that hurts them. And I think it hurts them in relationships too because they're like really showing up for their person and maybe the person isn't showing up in the way that they need them to be or as loudly as they need them to be as well. Yeah. No, absolutely. I just, I feel like they just feel the need to be strong for everyone else. Yeah. At all times. And I say this as someone who has an Aries mom, like, truly i feel like they could be going through the craziest shit but if they admit that holy shit i'm hurting right now then they kind of have to take a step back from being the strong one um and they feel like they're letting people down which is 
honestly, it hurts my heart for you guys because you deserve to feel pain too. Mm-hmm. You deserve to be hurt too. You deserve to, you know, be in a moment of weakness, be in a chapter where you're feeling weak in your life. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. We all have moments when we're down. You don't always have to be the strong one. You don't always have to be the strong friend or the strong lover, strong parent, whatever it is that you tell yourself, like unless you keep it together at all times, everyone in your life will will feel the pain. Fuck that. Like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. You're not God. <laughs> you don't need to be the person that keeps everything together for everybody at all times. Like, right. just because you have the strength. Right. No. you And you literally shouldn't. You are going to drive yourself into the ground and, like, live an unhappy life. You know? Because yeah. people will always want to be taking from that cardinal energy. You know yeah. what I mean? And Aries will always have something... To give, kind of, but they will blow up on the people who are closest to them. Yeah. You know? And then that hurts them, too. Yeah. You know? Because, like, they are such um, providers for their family and people. Yeah. But, like, okay, I'm spreading myself too thin, and then they can't really provide for their actual core center of people. Yeah. You know? I feel like they're also really scared to ask for help. Yes. You know, so, so if they're hurt, if they admit that, hey, I'm hurt, now you're going to have to ask for help, which is something that they're not used to doing. Mm-mm. They hate, they hate doing that. it. They hate Again, that. it makes them feel like they're weak. Yeah. So if I were to Not just true, pretend I'm yeah. fine, even if I'm hurting, mm-hmm. I don't ever have to admit to anyone that I'm not feeling in my like tip top shape. And again, mm-hmm. it's not normal. As humans, we go through periods of life where we're hurt, we're in pain. We're not going to be able to show for people. We're going to have to reach out to people and let them know, hey, uh, like, I can't do this. I need you. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it makes you strong. Yeah. Reaching out to people when you're not feeling good, letting them know that you need them, that makes you strong. Because that means that you're showing up for yourself. Mm -hmm. You know yourself enough to be like, hey, I can't do this on my own right now. I need you. Straight up. And Aries, when you do ask, like the rare times that you ask, don't be shy, one, because people are always asking you to show up and you always do. And if for some reason somebody doesn't show up, don't allow it to really hurt you. Like, yes, it's hurtful because the person that you wanted to isn't showing up. See it as like a blessing to know that you no longer have to show up for them. right? Because that was somebody, that was an unbalanced relationship. And I feel like Aries can get really hurt. Like, damn, like you did me dirty. It's like, well, kind of they've been doing you dirty. Like it's been an uneven relationship. And that's what's more hurtful from like as an Aries friend, partner. You know what I mean? Like that's more hurtful for us to see. Yeah. But you, y'all keep showing up because again, you're just that warrior heart on your sleeve type of person. Yeah. You know, but it's hard for other people to see who are very close to you. Yeah. For you to continue to make that decision. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to be better at choosing yourself mm-hmm. um, when you're feeling weak. Mm-hmm. Stop overextending yourself to people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like Aries and Scorpio have that in common. We just love to fight for our people. Yeah, literally took the words right out <laughs> of my mouth. It's how you show love, you yeah. know what I mean? But like, it's so important that when people don't show, show that love back for you, don't be afraid to yeah. cut them because why are you putting yourself <laughs> in the front line, Scorpio and Aries, for people that wouldn't even show up to the fight for you? Right. You put yourself at the front line for people, 
And those same people wouldn't even show up for you. Mm-hmm. And that's so sad for me to even say out loud because I've done it before. But, like, get your priorities straight. Mm-hmm. Sit your ass at home. <laughs> Especially because you, you both have such powerful energy. Like, that's something that shouldn't be, like, abused. It shouldn't be given you away so I mean? easily. Exactly, exactly. Because you need it's to harness it, for... harness it for yourself and the people yes. you really care about. Exactly. And that you know would do the same for you. Right. In their because own way. The energy is so powerful. It is. You can't be giving it out left and right Mm-mm. like it's nothing, baby. Mm-mm. You need to sit on that shit a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 a little bit. This, a little bit. That. <laughs> okay, Taurus's biggest fear is being replaced. Oh, shit. This one kind of came through hard because it's true. I feel like Taurus. Uh, they are obviously associated with the second house of possessions mm-hmm. and value. So truly, when they show up in any relationship, they come through with the possessions and like yes. what what they bring to the table, what they yes. provide for you. Yes, their um, their boldness and their ability to just stand by your side no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like they're known to be that ride or die sign that will stick it out next to you and will really give you everything they oh, have as long as they no. fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> if they do all that and you still want to replace them, that is like, I feel like that will put them in a place where they're just like, what the f- I gave you everything. Right. Like everything I had. Nah, Taurus gonna but catch I'm, a case. I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, that is when Taurus becomes a murderer. Right. A serial killer. Right. With that, like, Loki, uh, not Loki. They have a lot the of stubbornness. Yes, stubbornness. Like, what didn't I give you? Aggression. How could you do this to me? I give you everything, and you replace me. Right. What can they give you that I can't give you? Like right. they'll almost become obsessed with figuring out what it is, because truly they're all or nothing. Oh yeah. They don't. Taurus doesn't feel indifferent. They either no. fuck with you or they don't fucking look the same direction as you Correct. as you walk into the room. They won't give you the time of day. Oh so if you're gosh. replacing them, right? Oh, this is a scary world. It is because I'd be we, giving everything to people, and they still want to get rid of me. Right? What the fuck. I, Taurus will literally become, and we hate to say this because like nobody in a relationship should be a need, but they try to become a need in your life. You know, like I need yeah you. I need this Taurus person or whatever it is that no, they're for sure. providing for me. So yeah, it would absolutely it's break devastating their heart. It's also no longer to be able to provide that for you. Like they, yeah. they, they imprinted on you. They decided. Yeah. yeah. Like their stubborn ass decided they liked you. Like, and- a, like an elf on a shelf. Like there's like a little <laughs> place in your life for Taurus. Right. And like that's their spot. And if you all of a sudden, if someone else sits in that spot one day, one day Taurus is going to look at you and be like, wait, 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 wait. I've been sitting at this very spot for years. <laughs> what the fuck is this bitch doing here? <laughs> and, like, yeah, they'll have so many questions. No, it's true. Um, I feel like Taurus is also the kind of person, like, they know oh how they show up for you. So, like, mm-hmm. let's say in friendship, like, if they're always the one that you call when you're going through something, blah, 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 blah. If you stop doing that, Taurus notices. Oh, yeah. They're going to be like, wait, this is, like, a tradition. This is a habit. When you do this, I show up. When you go there, we go together. Like, what the <laughs> fuck happened? Like, anything that you switch up in y'all's routine together, they're going to be like, have I been replaced? Right. Because which you became changed. a part of my routine, which means we were in this thing for life. Right. 
you know, I don't change my routine. Yeah, you know, I don't change my routine. That's what I do forever. Been doing it since I was five. Like, what the fuck? What's going on here? You better be ready to answer some questions. Right. Are you dying? Are you? Not everyone's the same, but Taurus does think, like most people, when you're not evolved, you think, um, well, everyone acts like me. The way I show up for people is how they show up for me, right? Like, everyone's loyal like me, or everyone lets shit go as easily as me, Gemini. You know what I mean? And not everyone does that. Yeah. So I feel like for Taurus, it's the same. It's like, whoa, like you switched up on me. I'm like replaceable to you. I yeah. thought like we were in this thing forever because that's how I operate in life. Right. So that's their biggest fear. Yeah. Like I thought we had this understanding that we hold each other down. Like right. rocks. But it's like betrayal for them. Yeah. It is. And how dare you betray? You switched up. I mean, oh my gosh. How it's dare you betray the most loyal person in your life? <laughs> it's like how could you replace the most loyal person in your life? No, like legit. that's Taurus. Legit. Like I said, they show up for you. They become a need in your life. How can you replace the need? Uh, You're replacing it with something else. Yeah. Let us know in <laughs> the freaking comments on YouTube. If you're listening, go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Let us know. How do you guys feel about these? I feel like these were all really good. Yes. Any one of them you relate to? Any one of them that you've experienced? Mm-hmm. We would love to love to know it all. Yeah. Again, happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays, yeah. whatever you celebrate. Even if you're kicking it at home, doing your thing, happy resting time. Yes. Um, and truly take care of yourself. Yeah. You know, Scorpio season was a lot. The eclipses were a lot. Um, even if you feel like you need to hella socialize because it's Sag season, like still check in with yourself, see how much energy you have. Cause we did just come out of some very intense eclipses. Yes. Um, yes. yeah. Self-care is still the name of the game. Yes. Very <laughs> much so. Have fun. You know, don't let your family drive you absolutely insane yeah. over the holidays. Okay. Mm-hmm. Remember that. They helped, you know, create you, and there's a little bit of love in there. There's a little bit of love, and also, you know what? Remember to harness your own power, Mm -hmm. and don't give it away so easily. Decide who deserves that reaction from you, and most people don't. Correct. Unless you just want to teach them a lesson. Mm -hmm. Then let them know one time for the one time. (laughs) Then they can get taught a lesson. You can tell them the truth. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Tell them about themselves, baby. (laughs) Again, but keep them... Keep a really calm composure Mm -hmm. while you're doing it because nothing hits better than when you're speaking the ugly truth, but you're doing it in such a subtle, sweet, soft way. It's true. It's true. It's a little harder to do during Sag season, so be careful. Exactly. You got this, But you though. could do it. I believe in okay. you. If you can do it during Sag season, you could do it anytime. Anytime, So honey. really a good place to practice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we love you all so much. Don't forget yeah. to leave us a review on mm-hmm. Apple, Spotify, whatever you're listening to. It really helps your girls out a lot. Yes. If you're watching... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, we're linking our socials around here. Yeah. If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe because mm-hmm. we would love to have you back here next time love y'all so so much Bye. bye besties